Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Live from Hollywood, California, this is So I Married a Movie Geek. What's up, everybody? This is the lost episode of So I Married a Movie Geek about Footloops. Little backstory we recorded it about three times. <laughs> last year in our old apartment and the reason we recorded it three times is because our computer kept dying on us and we were so upset that we decided we would just give it one more try and one more try led to three more tries uh, and it still gets cut off I believe so <laughs> towards the end of this you might just hear us cut out and if so uh, nothing is wrong with your computer or anything it was just that we failed again Alas, we have found the cut version, and if you are listening to this, it means we had a baby. Aww. So please, please to enjoy this old, long-lost episode of So I Married a Movie Geek. So Footloose as a whole, why, um, why had you never seen the movie? Again, this goes back to... My classic 80s discrimination. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. That from the 80s. Meh. Okay, well, the first time you've seen it, what did you think of it? I thought it was great. Uh, I actually think that it might be better than the stage version, which is saying something for me, since I think, you know, nine times out of ten, the stage version is better than the movie. But the characters were just more clearly developed, and um, everything was just, I think, slightly more... Uh, well explained in the movie version as opposed to the stage version which is fantastic but it's a lot more of like hey we're not allowed to dance hey there's a new guy in town hey this is the pastor's daughter i'm a rebel i like to run around dance number dance number yeah holy crap and then like next scene you know and then it just kind of goes like that like boom 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 suddenly they're all in a dance and everybody's happy Okay. Well, there you go. Don't have to say anything more. You just said the plot of the movie. No, I'm talking about the, the the stage version of it, where it's less. It's just less nuanced. I think it's because they expect that everyone has seen the movie and they know the basic plot. Mm-hmm. See. But you didn't, and you were in the dark. Right. So you could. You still. It's not like you can't understand what's happening if you've never seen the movie and you're watching the stage version. It's just more of like a happy-go-lucky. Do they use all the same uh, songs from the movie, or is it yes. all different? No, really? no, no. Most of the songs, I believe, are the same. It's been a few years since I saw this. Um, okay. But, yeah. And then they have a couple of originals that were sung, you know, by the characters. Because you can't have a musical where they're just dancing and not actual singing. Even in chorus line, they sing their own songs. Okay. Yep, yep. Cool. Yeah. There you go. So, I gotta ask you a question real fast. Okay. There's a scene in the movie where Kevin Bacon is so mad. He's just so pissed at the man, at the town, at being alive, that he decides to go take his yellow bug, his VW, to an abandoned industrial place and work off some steam. What do you think he does? <laughs> Doesn't masturbate. No. He, he dances. <laughs> Would you do that? Would that be your visceral reaction to being so angry at the world that you could spit? Um, no. 
<laughs> what would you have done? Well, he found like. Sorry about that. I thought I turned it on vibrate. Oh, I hate that iPhone so much. Uh, you hate the whole iPhone? I hate your iPhone. <gasps> Why? Because you never turn it down. It it rings all the time. You ring all the time. Your face rings all the time. Your soul rings all the time. <laughs> okay. No, when I was mad in high school, I just didn't have an outlet like Rin, I guess, had in this movie in terms of a abandoned, what was this? It like was like a, an industrial. Industrial park of some kind. Construction zone, perhaps? There, he had different levels that he could jump and swing from. He had a gymnastics high bar just like randomly built in. <laughs> I don't think he did his own uh, gymnastics um, tricks, by the way. <laughs> I don't think he did. Out of everything in this movie, I love that you're, <laughs> this is the second time you brought, you know that one gymnastics move he did in the middle of the movie? <laughs> I'm going to put myself out there and say that I don't think he did all of it. I just don't think he did. Who cares? He was a great dancer, though. Yeah, well, I, I think he did most of his dancing, at least. Yeah. Props there. So that would not have been your visceral reaction. Like, I'm just so mad, I'm going to drink, I'm going to smoke, I'm going to freaking dance. Yes. Yes, that would have been it. No. <laughs> or if you are going to do that, don't you do like some sort of angry contemporary piece where you're just like raging against the machine? That's actually what I did. I would just listen to Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> <laughs> but there's not I mean, there's not really choreography that could be done to Rage Against the Machine other than just like that's, head bashing and stuff. That's true. But like, okay, nowadays we have So You Think You Can Dance. And we know what an, we know what an angry dance number looks like, you know? Just like you know what a sad or a lyrical dance number looks like. like oh boy. Here it is. See, like, that's not even happy music. That's like kind of angry music. I know. He was angry. Well, and he, the song's called Never. So the whole song, he's like, never, 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 never. But, yeah, you have a career. But he didn't... Should, should you be worried that I just have the entire Footloose soundtrack on my iPhone? Well, I was kind of hoping and assuming that you had it on there because of this podcast and you were planning on playing select bits, but... No. Here's the reason I have this. <laughs> oh, no. I, I hate that it has to come out this way. Oh, no. Justin, what? I was in Footloose. No, I wasn't in Footloose. <laughs> no, I like to have a Footloose soundtrack on my iPhone because uh, I don't like flying or airports that much. So the thing I do to um, combat that anxiety over that whole situation being terrible is I just turn on the Footloose soundtrack and just think of him just like dancing it out in the industrial park. <laughs> See, now here's the thing about you, Justin. You say it where you're just like teetering on the line of possibly being real and truthful or really it's shtick and even as your wife i'm sitting here studying your face like no i'm serious no uh, this past summer i went to four different um cities across the u.s in the span of three weeks i think it was and i was really stressed because again flying is not very cool for someone who is six you know six foot five and, you know, now the TSA people are molesting people in plain sight. So <laughs> I knew that was going on before the controversy. And so to psych myself out for being fondled, my junk being fondled. <laughs> before wow, I would, this is just going places. I would just uh, rock out to some Kenny Loggins or some uh, Bonnie Tyler or whatever from the soundtrack. So basically you're telling me that 
Footloose is to you what Jewel is to me on flights. Uh, you just listen to it like when you're in the plane. I'm talking about even when I'm just like walking around or waiting in line wow. forever and stuff. No, you're right. I do. I get on the plane and I listen to the same Jewel album I've been listening to since I was 17 and went to Hawaii with my high school choir. Because LAX is a whole different monster than a lot of airports across the nation. It's pretty unwieldy and kind of sucky. Yeah. They need to update that place. Like, one day I'll be, you know, more financially secure and I could just go to Burbank all the time. Well, yeah. I mean, that's really the way it should be. When I was a kid, we always tried to go out of Burbank. It was only when I started dating you that I started making these frequent trips to LAX. Well, you weren't even flying a lot before you met me. No, just the few times I had. No. Okay, so... Back to the industrial park dance. A, your first reaction would not have been to dance out of anger. And B, if you were to decide to dance it out, would it have been such like a happy dance? Because if you mute it and watch it on playback, it's a happy dance that he's doing. He's like stomping his feet, shaking his shoulders, moving his pelvis. I'm not going to make fun of the guy's process. Whatever you need to do to get your rah-rahs out, do it, man. I guess. But, ooh, Justin's phone just made a beep. I'm sorry. Ooh. (laughs) We can't afford professional sounds in this podcast. (laughs) So every now and then, my phone will beep. Yes. Anyway, I just, I I, I think what I'm taking to task here is that I wish that the dancing would have been a little angrier to match the mood and match the music. I mean, what did you want him to do? Did you want him to, like, get violent with it or something? I don't know, maybe a little more head thrusting and maybe a, a little more like stamping of the feet with a little less effeminism. My favorite thing about the scene is when um, his the girl that likes him like infringes on his personal Dance dancing time. space at the end. <laughs> and he, he like, he's like really angry about it. He's like, what are you doing here? He is and he's out of breath too. He's like, what are you doing here? Yeah, I would have been like, um, have you been here the whole time? Because that could have been embarrassing. Here's a question. Did she follow him there? Or did she just think to herself, hmm, yeah. I know where Ren is right now. And just happened to like, you know, she happened upon him. Well, obviously, if you've ever seen the movie Footloose, the, the main female character, played by Laurie Singer, is a bit of a crazy nut. Her name is Ariel. She's a bit of a crazy nut. She's um, lived her whole life um, under the sea. Yes. With, his, with her... Uh, with her overbearing father who wants to protect her at all costs so she can't have legs to dance with her Jamaican lobster friend (laughs) is he a lobster? he was a crab was he a crab? yes under the sea see that's why in Le Poisson he's like such a sweet little succulent crab oh that's right yeah I do not know Sebastian is a crab crab? lobster? it's really close no they're not Wow, okay. <laughs> Just Disney facts, please. I'm sorry. Well. I thought we were talking about Footloose. We are. And and you know what? I And I was thinking that on one hand, like, oh, that's kind of funny. And on the other hand, I'm like, no, but wait a minute. It's kind of true. The Little Mermaid and Footloose kind of have some interesting similarities. Are you saying that John Lithgow was King Triton? Yes. <gasps> yes, I am. Wait a second. What? Did they copy that? Should Footloose sue Little Mermaid? Maybe. You know what the best story about The Little Mermaid is? Besides the fact that it's an awesome movie? What? 
um, when I used to work at a video store, we were really into the fact that on the front of the... Um, the dildo. The dildo yeah. on the front of the Little Mermaid box. I still have that somewhere. I kept it because I knew it was a collector's item. <laughs> you kept the Little Mermaid dildo... Uh, box cover. Box cover? Yeah. Wow. You should put it like a... Um, what are the things that you bury and unearth them 10 years later or whatever? A time capsule? Time capsule. The funny thing is that when I first heard, it's like a penis, I was like... What you were asking? What? Where? And then my friends were like, on the cover of, you know, Little Mermaid thing. And at the time I was kind of young. I mean, I wasn't like a child young. King Triton's like, look! Look at my kingdom made of golden penises! And I was trying to find it because I didn't know what one looked like. And I'm like, what? Where is it? Is it this one? Is it this one? Is it this one? They're like, no, that's the crab. (laughs) That's not what a penis looks like. (laughs) I think I eventually had to ask my mom. I was like, mom. I know you don't want to have this conversation, but I'm going to agonize trying to find out which one of these golden rods is the dildo. And she was like, I'm not doing this with you. Isn't it sad that that's how you got your birds and the bees talk? By asking, (laughs) okay, mother, look on this box. Where is the golden dildo in the background? (laughs) Oh, the kids are talking about it. I feel left out by not knowing where it is. Well, first of all, your mom is incredibly sweet and not Kathy McQueen. And second of all... I'm talking about you now. Right. No, I know. I'm saying like it would have been really different if you had that conversation with your mom. Oh, I had the conversation. I'm like, hey, mom, look, dildo. And what'd she, like, what'd she say? Oh, my gosh. Are you sure? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, eventually that's kind of what happened because I handed my mom the box and she was like, Kristen, no. And I'm like, I'm telling you, that's what they said. And she was like, that's impossible. That's like, oh. <gasps> So what are the other similarities between Footloose and Little Mermaid <laughs> that you've unearthed in the past? Ariel is a rebel, and she doesn't want to mind her father because her father has archaic values and an oppressive thumb But well, Finn. And Ariel and the, the Little Mermaid, she wasn't, like, throwing herself in front of trains or, oh, that's when, okay. <clears throat> no, but she threw herself up on the air in, in out of the sea where she might not have been able to breathe. In the movie Footloose, I know one of your favorite scenes was when we first meet Ariel. They're doing like a, what would you call it? They were, trying, it to tr- trying to tr- travel from one car to the other while they're going like two cars 60, traveling side 60 side. miles an hour. And you have like one foot on the windowsill of one and one foot on the windowsill of the other. And you basically look like you're doing a static jumping jack while, you know, the two cars are moving down the highway. Your mouth was open. It was a gape. You were very shocked by this. It was a gape because she could have died. And I couldn't believe that her friends slash that boy were letting her do this. I remember turning and I was like, why don't they just stop the cars? Like, not like sudden, but, you know, slow down and well, stop. Especially when that when that semi started coming in the opposite direction at them. I was like, I mean, seriously? Everyone sees this but her? She's facing the same direction as them. Because everyone else was like, no, a truck, get down, get down. And she was like, woo. Was was, was Arnold Schwarzenegger in one of the cars? (laughs) Yes. Yes, he was. It's not a tumor. (laughs) Everyone chill. (laughs) That's Batman and Robin. Oh, okay. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, that was kind of dangerous. It was more than kind of dangerous. I kind of, honestly, I lost respect for her in the very beginning. I was like, shoot, don't tell me that she's a rebel because she did that. Like, she's just stupid. 
yeah, I don't, I don't see being a, a young guy in high school and seeing that happen and being like, oh, she's so hot. Like, she was a pretty girl, but that's all she had going for her. She wasn't very smart, as evidenced by her shenanigans in the beginning. She didn't seem very kind, as evidenced by how when Ren first moved to town, she treated him like crap and only came around when she decided that he might be a better match for her. And she was just kind of like a, like a, a blah. She was like a blah, blah, blah. She was. I didn't see the appeal. But you didn't feel bad for her because obviously in the movie she was getting physically and kind of uh, psychologically abused by her... Uh, boyfriend and father? Boyfriend and father, John Lithgow. Well, of course. I don't I don't care, you know, whether or not... I think you have very many redeeming qualities. I mean, I will never condone violence or uh, emotional abuse you were kind on of, anyone's part. You were kind of angry for Ren for being attracted to that. Although, now that, now, now that I've seen the movie, and I haven't seen this movie in a long time... It takes a long time for him to warm up to her. Like, she practically... Is throwing herself at him? Well, yes. Yeah. In front of a train at one point. <laughs> That's true. Well, that was so stupid, too, because she was like, I know he's going to save me. Watch. and like, Love she... me or I will die. Well, she did the Tony the Tiger the thing, thing in front of the train. <laughs> oh, no. Are we talking about Tony the Tiger again? <laughs> you kind of have to. Okay, so here's the deal. Chrissy says that a long time ago, a kid actually threw himself in front of a train because he had watched a commercial mm -hmm. in which Tony the Tiger of Frosted Flakes fame did the same thing. Yes, and which is why from there on out you don't see cartoon characters doing these superhero uh, death-defying things in commercials because kids will copy them and try to you know, fly or stop trains or whatever. Not really. Cartoons? When was the last time you saw the Lucky Charms leprechaun, you know, fly off of a roof? He doesn't have to fly off of a roof. He can just fly down the rainbow to the pot of gold. But see, that's fantasy. That's different. Well, you know what? What? Leprechauns don't exist anyway, so... <laughs> right. In other words, it's not like, you know, he literally stood in front of a train, which you see every day, and tried to stop it and succeeded. This is like a... This is a rabbit hole of logic that you're, you're trying to attribute to... I mean, obviously, commercials and movies, I mean... Schools uh, doesn't rain from the sky. They don't? They don't. What? We should sue them. This is dangerous. Yes. Kids might want to, might actually think that Skittles No, might because rain here's the, the difference. If Skittles actually don't rain from the sky, nobody's going to die. If a kid watches Tony the Tiger go trying to stop a train and he's successful because he eats his Frosted Flakes, and let's say that, you know, this poor child's parents themselves are Frosted Flakes, and he eats a bowl and decides to go and try to stop a train just like his idol Tony the Tiger and dies, whose fault is that? That is Tony the Tiger's fault. Tony the Tiger, the fictional character? Yes. Really? Yes. Not the fault of both the parents and uh, General Mills? I still, I don't, I've never seen this um, commercial, so I don't know actually exists. I, I never heard about the story. All right. Well, are you sure it's not a, show you. Are you sure it's not something that was passed down from generation to generation? Pretty sure it's not an urban legend. Pretty sure it's real. I remember my mom telling me when I was a kid. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to say, but your mom exaggerates a lot, so... She wouldn't exaggerate over a kid getting hit because he ate Frosted Flakes and copied a commercial, but, like... Come on. I mean, I, I ate Frosted Flakes as a kid, and I never heard the story. But I also never tried to, you know, run into trains after eating... Frosted Flakes. Good for you. Okay.
Sadness. Sadness. Yeah. So she decides to pull uh, Ariel, that is, a Tony the Tiger, and stand in front of the train, hoping that Ren will save her. And by the way, what kind of name is Ren? Oh, the whole time I was like, N. Stimpy? Yes. Although Footloose was before uh, Ren and Stimpy. Would, if we were going to now draw a parallel between Ren and Stimpy and uh, Footloose, would Stimpy be, be Chris Penn in this movie? <laughs> no. Let's not try to draw any parallels between those. What did you think about Chris uh, Penn, rest in peace? Um, well, A, I, in the beginning, I thought he looked familiar just because he looked like my friend Dave Lascotti from high school. But then I was like, no, it's because some other reason. And you said he's Sean Penn's brother. And I went, oh, that's it. He reminds me of Sean Penn. That's cool. And then a few minutes later, you were like, and he's dead. Well, I wanted to tell you then, rather than let you talk about him for <laughs> much longer and denigrate his character or whatever. I wouldn't have denigrated his character. Or made fun of him. It's happened before in the past where well, I forgot yeah. to tell you about something like that. That's true. Thank you for telling me ahead of time. But still, I wouldn't have denigrated his character. I thought he was great. You did? I did. Although, here's a question, because I don't really know much about his personal background and um, training and capabilities. Was he an actual dancer who pretended like he couldn't dance for this movie? He, no, he actually could not dance. Really? So he was true to life and... I guess he learned throughout the shoot as he did in the, I guess that montage scene of Kevin Bacon teaching him. Like teaching him rhythm and how to snap. Were they like attached by, by something, by the way? I was like, how is this helping? They look like they're attached together by like a rope. What? <laughs> the scene where they are walking on some grass. Yes. And Kevin Bacon is snapping to the beat and he's trying to get uh, Chris Penn to snap to the beat yeah. behind him. There's something connecting them, like a rope. And I'm like, how is this going to help if they're attached? Does it make a difference? Like, you hear, you feel the rope go down, go down at the same time, snap? I don't know. I've never um, had any dance instruction like that. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, he apparently uh, learned just for the movie as research. Yeah. Whatever. Like took lessons. I think he was a wrestler, and that's how they they like had to explain it to him in wrestling terms how to dance. Oh, is that why I, at one point when Kevin Bacon's trying to teach him a basic lift, he does like this wrestling move instead? Exactly. Oh, oh, oh. 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 makes more sense. Okay, you knew it was coming. Mm. Uh oh. For people who don't know about the world famous Kevin Bacon game. Who doesn't know about the Kevin Bacon game? It's where you connect Kevin Bacon and any random actor or actress through degrees of separation by movies. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon because he once famously said he had worked with everyone in Hollywood. It's true. And just looking at his IMDb page, first of all, what is another movie you've seen of Kevin Bacon besides Footloose? Sleepers. How did you explain Sleepers <laughs> to me the first time we did this podcast? You said, said you said I've seen him in Footloose, and then there's and then there's this other movie where he rapes that one poor boy. That's how you said. That's all you said. <laughs> so I've seen Footloose and the movie where he rapes that kid. That one poor boy. Well, he did. And was it was it Brad Renfro? I think it was oh. Brad Renfro. 
Uh, rest in peace, Brad Renfro. See? Sadness. Whoa. So, like, all these people that Kevin Bacon are working <laughs> oh, with. No. This is kind of like Final Destination on his IMDb page. It is. And then they all die. But I guess what you're trying to... Those, are, <laughs> those aren't the only two because you have seen Frost Nixon, but you had forgotten about him being in there. Yeah, I did. But I've seen it. Yeah. And I've seen um, uh, Wild Things. Oh, yeah. Which I remembered because I was like, oh, oh, I saw that one movie where he showed his junk. Wild Things is an <laughs> underrated movie, dude. It is an underrated movie. What did you, what was your, was that your favorite scene when you got to see uh, Kevin Bacon's bacon? No. No? No. What, what did you think about that scene? I, I thought it was, I was I thought surprised. It was, you were surprised? Yeah, I was like, whoa. Oh, Kevin Bacon bacon in my face. I'm surprised. I by thought that. it was kind of unnecessary uh, bacon nudity. I in guess. other words, you found it gratuitous. Very gratuitous. It might have been a touch gratuitous, but I mean, he just got out of the shower or something. So it's not like totally out of the realm of possibility that you'd be kind of walking around a little bit naked poo. Naked poo? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Naked poo. I guess it was weird because it was just fleeting and. Uh... Well, yeah, was he going to stand there and shake it around like Jason Siegel? Like. He should have. <laughs> or like showcased it like um, Mark Wahlberg at the end of Boogie Nights. Jeez, there's just no pleasing you. Either he can't show it at all or he has to stand there and like showcase it like Boogie Nights. Well, there's there's a double standard with uh, nudity in films. If there's too much wangage, you get the NC-17. But you can have boobs all over the place and still get an R. <laughs> that's true. That's, I not, think, that's I think, not fair. I think you could even have vulva and still get an R. Vulva? Yeah. Like frontal vulva. Not like... Inside labia, but <laughs> frontal vulva. Inside labia. I wanted to know that I just did like this hand motion of like unfurling a butterfly. <laughs> I thought of like James Cameron using some kind of new camera. <laughs> We're going deep sea diving, kids. In 3D. James Cameron got pretty gruff there. What happened? First, <laughs> oh the MPAA, just they suck all together. They do. It's true. Oh, have you ever, you you haven't seen a few good men? You know, you never seen JFK. No. How about the air up there? No. Where, where he plays the basketball guy, Jimmy. No. Jimmy, Sorry, Jimmy Dolan, Chicken Big. No. Apollo thirteen. Yes, I saw that recently. Actually, at three in the morning on like Showtime. Okay. All right. So let's play the Kevin Bacon game. Okay. So in his little. Um, Steps as possible. Degrees as possible. I want you to connect Kevin Bacon to... Yeah. Ryan Reynolds. WTF! Go. Um, oh, jeez. Okay, um, he, I don't... Honestly, I can't remember the name of the movie. I know he did a movie. Uh, Kevin Bacon did a movie with Sandra Bullock. And um, Sandra Bullock. What was that movie? I can't remember. Well, it's, well, it was. You, a, it, I can tell you the year. You can't. Use I can it. tell you the year. Two thousand and nine. You can't use it like that. Yes. Yes, I can. And then she was in the proposal with Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Booyah. Doesn't work. Yes, That's a it does. It's a failure. That Kevin no, Bacon it's used. not. All right. How about Tom Cruise? Just Kevin Bacon. Okay. Give me a minute on this one. Um. Do I have to start with Tom Cruise, or can I start? Who do I have to start with? Tom Cruise. I have to start with Tom Cruise. Okay. That's a trick question. He was in A Few Good Men with Kevin Bacon. Shut up! <laughs> I hate you. Okay. Uh, how about this one? Reese Witherspoon. 
to Kevin Bacon. Oh, I did this last night, actually. No, you didn't. You yes. did. No, not with you. I did it on my own. But, <laughs> dumb. Um, Wait a minute. <laughs> what? Okay. Do it. I hate it when you do this to me. The music is making this so much harder. Um, there's like a simple connection, but it was from a movie. Oh, you're doing, you're doing the Craig Ferguson dance, by the way. I love it right now with the Secretariat thing. It's great. Um, oh, geez. What did she do? Reese Witherspoon did Cruel Intentions. Wow, this is really... Okay, hats are great, but Kevin Bacon's better. Than hats? Than hats? What about Kevin Bacon in a hat? What if you had a Kevin Bacon hat? I'm actually thinking of, like, Bacon Bacon at this point. Did you know that Kevin Bacon was one of the guys that was ripped off by Bernie Madoff? Really? Yes. I did not know that. It's very sad. Oh, poor thing. Um, from now on, on the, from every podcast from now on, should we just think, would Kevin Bacon have made this movie better? Sure, why not? We could play that game. I know you don't like bacon, bacon, but well, but you do like Kevin Bacon. I liked it before I was vegan, but yes. But aren't you glad that if you run into Kevin Bacon in your, you know, travels, work, whatever, that you can say, hey, I love you in Footloose. Uh, yes. Although I think I might be too nervous to actually say that. I'd be like, would you I like, like for me to make you a drink? Wait, are you on the wagon? Actually, you know what you'll say? What? You know what? I liked you in Footloose, but I really loved you in the one where you raped that boy. <laughs> <laughs> the, well. The raping was very, hmm. Oh, God. Let think of an adjective. Sexy? No, not no. sexy. Accurate? No. Let's just, go, let's just go with sexy. No, let's not say we did. Well, this has been fun. I'm glad that we ended it on such a high note. I love that those are the only two movies you can think of his. I'm sure you've seen many more movies of his. Name me like one. A Few Good Men? No. Um, what else? Well, I said one, and the answer was no. How about the one where he was um, Hollow Man? No. <laughs> well here's what happens pretty much on <laughs> every movie we watch Chrissy oh there was a movie where he was naked and he showed his junk I saw that one Wild Things yes <laughs> do you know what what I think Wild Things is a very underrated film I do too and not for the reasons people most people think it's because of the boobies it's actually a very good <laughs> like movie. detective like whodunit type uh, I thought Wild Things was a great movie and I had to try to explain that to people when I was like 12, 13 explaining why I liked Wild Things. What, why did you like Wild Things? Uh, honestly, I... Girl on Girl? No. I, although I will say Denise Richards was an inspiration. Uh, <laughs> She's an inspiration to us all. <laughs> For God bless reasons, Denise Richards. Right? <laughs> but be, beyond that, it was one of those movies where I was like, this is actually an interesting movie. It holds my attention. I kind of want to know what happens and, you know, who's going to die next and who's going to take the reins of power. And it, I found it interesting. I, I thought it was very unnecessary that Kevin Bacon actually showed his bacon in the scene that he showed his bacon. I did not find that unnecessary, but that's cool. He just got out of the shower. Like yeah. th There was no reason to show his bacon then. Why was it necessary for him to co cover up? He had just gotten out of the shower. Was it a cold shower? I don't know, was it? Did you zoom in on his bacon? Dude, I was like 13 at the most. Oh, I don't you were, remember. You were slow mowing that bacon. Of course you remember. <laughs> you were 13. 
You probably had that old VHS tape of the <laughs> VHS s- tape. of the of the nineteen seventies porno that what the nineteen eighties porno that you bought at the porno store with your friends. On the next So I Married a Movie Geek, we will discuss things that don't involve me and my teenage friends taking a trip to the Touch of Romance store. Hey, don't we always have those stories about going to the Touch of Romance store, etc.? You know, exploring our youth and sexuality. Those things are Those things are great. Don't you think? Wow. Okay. I'm done now. We ended this on the high note again. Kenny G. Kenny Rogers. Kenny Loggins. Sleepers. Sleepers. Rapings. Good night! (laughs) Footloose. Total. What would be your final grade for Footloose? A minus. A minus. Well, that's pretty good. I liked it. Are you um so? Are you excited about seeing the reboot with uh, Julianne Hough? I'm excited about any musical that makes its way to film. So yes, uh, I don't think it's going to be the same movie, and I think people will do themselves a disservice. I think they're to basing. Try to them. I think they're basing the new one in Tennessee, okay. and like I said, if the guy that it's did uh, Black Snake Moan, if he's doing it, you know, it's going to be a little. Um, little down and dirty. Bluesy. I am bet you it's, it's bluesy. Well, good. I think it should be different than this version because this is an uh, uh, no American to- classic. No topless girls attached to radiators in, in Footloose. Though. That's probably good. Okay. I think the people in Tennessee would be very upset with that. Yeah. It's 2011. The new Footloose would be out. All right, so cool. We'll, we'll see that. We'll check back then. Definitely. This was fun. What's your favorite Kevin Bacon movie? Go. Footloose. Well, all right. Cool. Finds the other one. Okay, good night, everyone. The one where no, you... we're not talking about anymore. Good night, everyone. The one where you rape the boy? No, the other one. <laughs> Just say good night, Justin.